Tatum trade went down. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is now a Utah Jazz. We'll see how long that lasts. D'Angelo Russell goes back to LA. They drafted him in 2015. Is it going to work? <laughs> I don't know. And uh, our beloved Mike Conley reunites with Rudy Gobert. We're about to break it down. The Jazz got beat bad. Let's jump into this, baby. So the Jazz get beat down. The probably yeah, it is the worst loss of the season. Uh, we're going to break it down, but mainly we're going to break down the trade because people on Twitter seem to be really upset. Um, I don't think that most Jazz fans get what's going on and how this is setting the Jazz up for next year and possibly to get a disenchanted star from another team. Damian Lillard. I know earlier we talked about Luka Doncic. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe a KD. Uh, this puts the Jazz in a really, really great position to get someone like that. Also, frees up space to sign. You're going to sign Lowry Markinen. You're going to sign Walker Kessler. This is setting up for our future. So everyone's saying we, we gave away Mike Conley um, and I'm going to break it down. I have contracts on each one of these guys that was involved in the trade so that you guys can see what actually happened during this trade so that you're not so upset. I, I think it puts ourselves in a great position. I joined a Lakers um, Twitter space earlier, and they think that the Jazz fans are in a great position as well. Um, so it, it's going to be really interesting. But if you watch the game tonight, it was it was rough. It was it was rough to say the least. What up, buddy? Can you go back up and watch your show? You guys always come down, huh? Okay, you can look, but you gotta be quiet. So Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Jazz 143-118. Anthony Edwards is their leading scorer. Colin Sexton gets his first start with us. And uh my son wants to join the show. Colin Sexton gets his first start with us. And is the leading scorer for the Jazz. Walker Kessler has nine rebounds. Anthony Edwards. Uh, I mean, they just beat us down. You, you could tell we were a little depleted, defeated. Uh, <laughs> and it was nice to see other players get in. Doak probably had his best game. I mean, look at this. Look at this on YouTube. Come on. Doak probably had his best game in, in a Jazz uniform. Um, I'll go over to the box score real quick, and then we will break down the trade because, really, that's what we're all uh, here for and interested in. I know. You're right here. You're going to help us, okay? So, Walker Kessler leads the Jazz with 30 minutes. Oh, sorry. Colin Sexton, 31 minutes. Kessler, 30. Um, Lowry Markinen only had 23 minutes, 21 points. Negative 32. I mean, you gotta you gotta give it to these guys. It, the trade 
barely finalized right before the game started. And so mentally, I just don't think you're checked in. Uh, this one, I give a freebie. Minnesota got beat down the other night uh, against Denver. And so they had a good game. And really, I'm excited. Simone Fontecchio, I saw a few things from him tonight. I think he played a little bit more free, not as much pressure. Taylor Horton Tucker actually looks in shape. Um, and if Colin Sexton's a starting point guard, I think Taylor Horton Tucker is a pretty good backup. I know people were saying, why did we give away Nah? Why did we give away Nah? And uh, I, initially, I was saying the same thing, but after looking at everything and kind of dissecting this, I probably looked more into the players' contracts than I did watching the game tonight. I, 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 honestly, as a fan, I was probably checked out too because I'm, I'm trying to figure out what direction the Jazz are going. And as much as we've talked about not knowing, I think tonight we finally get that. At least I did, and this is my perspective. Um, you guys on Twitter... I'll let you guys speak and give you give your perspective. Um, and our regulars aren't even here. Maybe people are so pissed about this trade that they don't even want to talk about it. But I do. <laughs> uh, I really do. Okay, get down, okay? Go back upstairs. Um, so Rudy Gay played some nice minutes, had nine minutes. Simone Fontecchio uh, scored nine points as well. He went one from seven from the three, but... I think if he starts seeing it fall, we could use him. Uh, Ochai had zero. Kelly Olenek had 14. I don't know if there's another trade coming. I, I, I thought that there would be. But I'm not so sure after breaking this trade down, and, and I'll share why. So let's just jump into it. Uh, let me pull up mike conley's contract so mike conley this year was on the books for 22 million um oh let me so he was on the books for 22 million next year it would have been 24 million now that's a, a player option which he would have opted into he wanted to be here um he liked Utah. There was no reason for him to leave. Him and his wife liked the community. So I'm bummed for, for Mike Conley and the fact that he wanted to be here and now he has to uproot his family. So there's 24.36 million. I'm doing a calculator here so you guys can see what we got off the books. Uh, it's, it's pretty stunning what Danny's doing. I think he, I mean... I think he came into this year knowing, hey, you know, it's not going to be the greatest year. We're building for year two, year three, year four, year five. And that's the move that this was. I think he's playing chess right now. Uh, it's obvious to me that we're tanking. You you make two contenders that are almost in the same exact spot as us in Minnesota and L.A. And you make them better. And I think it's to increase our draft spot. And to me we're gonna get a top 10 pick uh there's a there's a slight chance that we get a top five pick um we're not that far off but i i think this trade definitely puts us in for a top 10 pick which get, gets me excited because i haven't been on the tank train or the tankathon or the tank note 
this whole year. And this trade makes me excited to tank, to lose um, for our future. So there you go. Mike Conley next year would have been on the books for 24.3, making two more, two, yeah, about 2 million more than he is this year. Now, this one's interesting. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, which we all like. You know, we thought he was coming into his own. Was a nice compliment to THT, depending on lineups. Um, this year was on the books for $5 million. Next year, qualifying offer, meaning if he signs it, um, he gets it, $7 million. So you're going to pay Nikhil Alexander-Walker $2 million more a year? Next year, so let's add that. Next year, that would have added seven. Oops, shoot, 24.36. I forgot to add, hit plus, plus seven. So just, just with getting trading Nikhil and Mike away, that gives us 31 million next year more. So we can go sign, like I said, a disenchanted star. Uh, if you want to trade away cash considerations, um, if you want to extend a certain player, maybe JC, I don't think they should trade or extend JC. I definitely think they should trade him before the deadline. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. That would be the one trade I would say is most probable is trading either a Linux, Rudy Gay, or Clarkson away. But I don't know what the market's like for those guys anymore. I think most teams will just rather try and get Jordan in free agency instead of having to give something up for him. Um, so I doubt we get anything for Jordan. Maybe Olenek. I've heard the rumblings in Miami. Then you go to Malik Beasley. And this is a guy that I I really thought he was a piece on the Jazz. I think he's a knockdown shooter, high volume. I think this, this for the Lakers instantly makes them better. They, they've needed a shooter. He, he can guard people. Um, I, I think this makes, this is the biggest piece for the Lakers that made them better. Um, so this year he's on the books for 15 million, 15 and a half million next year. He would, it would have been a team option. So we would have had the option to get rid of him or not sign the team option. But if you keep him. He's, what, 25 years old. You're going to extend his contract, and it's going to be much more than $16 million uh, for maybe two, three, four, yeah, probably three years, I would guess. So let's just add that $16 million into to the books next year. 16.5. So you're at $47 million with just those three players. Okay, now let's move on to Jared Vanderbilt. I actually didn't think he was making this much money. I was on a Lakers space, and again, you guys know my feelings of Vanderbilt. They were just so excited to get Jared Vanderbilt. They said, oh, LeBron's finally going to get some rest. He shoots 48% from the corner three, 38% from other threes. He's a defensive stopper. Like they were so high on Jared Vanderbilt and I requested to speak and got in on it. And I just said, look, I know he's, I thought his contract was 3 million, but I said his contract should more be like 500,000 a year. Um, and this is, uh, this is the, the piece that I'm happiest about 
moving away. He just he just didn't fit in with Kessler, Lowry, the system. To me, he his IQ isn't there. Um, his motor just went away as the season went on. But this year he's 4.3. Next year he would have been 4.69. So let's add that into next year's books. 4.69. You're at $52.5 million with those four players. And then the players we get back, this is even crazier because... The whole thing with Jared Vanderbilt and why he was so valuable and why everyone wanted him was because of his con his contract was so small. Well, you get Damian Jones, which probably isn't that much better than Vanderbilt, but it's like you can't get worse in my opinion. Um, maybe he's another doke. I, I don't know. I haven't really watched the guy. Uh, I know in the Lakers space, they were extremely excited to get rid of him. So his is $2.5 million next year. He's 2.2 this year, so you know he's he's got a sweet contract for next year to keep our our cap where it is. So let's go ahead and minus that from the 52 mil 52 and a half. So you'll you'll be at 50 minus 2.58. You're at 49.97, and then Juan Toscano. He's an older player, is 30 years old, but he played with. I, I really like Juan. I think he. To me, both of these guys, his his contract is expiring this year, and it's two point one million. <laughs> so basically, we got two players for Vando, is what I'm saying, and I think Juan is an upgrade from Vando. Um, not like we're trying to win, though. I, I we're not trying to win, guys. It's no longer a thing that we're trying to win unless we somehow just pull off some random trade in the next how many hours are even left one o'clock yeah one mountain time tomorrow uh I, I don't think anything else is gonna happen with the jazz unless i it's like i said olenic or jc or rudy or something else like that but we're we're in tank mode because we're we're adding uh and Woj tweeted this out we added 60 million dollars in cap space by by doing this trade so the casual jazz fan and um, people that look at this trade that don't really dive into the contracts, yeah, it was a bad trade. But was it? Like, we opened so much money for next year, and that's really what we're building for, whether that be a trade, if we trade other picks to move up in the draft, uh, if we're going we're gonna to extend Lowry or Walker, um, I don't think it's it's that bad. And I also think that Danny was purposely making Minnesota and the Lakers better to improve our drafts for this upcoming year. Um, I want to go over to the standings real quick because I was looking at this to, to, to get the bottom, let's see, the 13th spot. Right now, the Lakers own the 13th spot. They're going to surpass us. They are 13 games behind first place. We're at 11 and a half. So a game and a half behind us. Then San Antonio and Houston, I don't think we'll catch them. But I, I see us landing at the 13th spot in the West. And then you've got 
Detroit, Charlotte. Um, Detroit and Charlotte, I don't think we'll catch. Possibly in the East, we could be worse than Orlando because they're starting to get stuff together and win some games. Um, they're 5-5 five and five the last. Indiana, it will probably get a, a lower seed than us and a higher draft pick. And the Washington Wizards are 7-3. and three. So, really, that's what I'm saying. There's a chance we get a top-five pick now. And that gets exciting because we've been talking about if we can get a top-10 pick. But what if we can get a top-five pick? And I think the idea is we're in control of that pick let's not put so much control or not having any control on the Minnesota pick and um, the Brooklyn or the Philadelphia pick. So there's a lot to take in. And I think looking like, why did we give up? Nah, we gave up Mike for nothing, but Mike's, Mike's career is over. Like our time with Mike is done. There's no sense of keeping him on the books, especially for 24 million next year. There's just it, it, he he's not going to make us better. He, he, defensively, he doesn't. I think he'll make Minnesota better. I think him reuniting with Rudy Gobert and running that pick and roll, um his leadership with Cat and and Carl or uh and Ant, Anthony Edwards, uh, I just think he's such a great locker room guy for that team that Minnesota may have came out on top of all three teams uh, with this trade. I think I think we came out the worst as far as winning right now, but Danny is setting us up for the future, and uh, I'm okay with it. Getting all these numbers, these these big contracts off the books, and opening up some some cap space. Um, Lakers. <laughs> Being in the Lakers space, they're 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 kind of in La La Land. I, I don't I don't see how D'Angelo is an upgrade. Um, he needs the ball. He's a ball hog. So they've got another ball hog, even worse than Westbrook. I actually think Westbrook was finally helping them win games because Westbrook at least plays defense, and D'Angelo doesn't play a lick of defense. Um, Malik in my mind is is their biggest asset that they got from us and Vanderbilt's not going to give them anything. If Vanderbilt gives the Lakers something, I'll be extremely extremely surprised. Um I'm going to go over to you guys. I I feel like I got all my my thoughts out, but I want to hear what you guys think. If if you totally disagree, uh disagree with me, but th those are my thoughts as I sat and watched that game and tried to dissect this trade. So we're gonna go Jizzy B first and then Kevin. Uh Jizzy, go ahead. If you can connect. Mike's yours. Three hundred. Sorry, I didn't hear you, man. I was trying to connect. <laughs> You're all right. What's your thoughts? First off, wow. Wow. Uh I'm um I'm kind of flabbergasted at the lack of return presently for this, but at the same time I'm I can't say I'm surprised. Um 
who were giving up was clearly evident in, in what was going on tonight, not just in the lack of what was going on on the floor, but, you know, you got to account for what, what's going on to these players' heads. Um, I feel bad for Jordan to some extent. Yeah. Because I, I, really, I really loved that team a lot, but at the same time, I knew the writing was on the wall for Mike, for Jordan, the writing's on the wall for Kelly, the writing's on the wall for Rudy. So it, at this point in the season, I just, you know, I want to see something happen before the deadline comes. If it doesn't, then I'm not too upset about it because we have so much going into the off season. And no matter what happens, you know, I'm, regardless, I'm go Jazz. Regardless, I love this team, and I love this franchise. But today was just kind of a gut punch. Yeah, I think I think uh, a lot of fans probably feel that way. What what uh is there a trade you have in mind, or is it just you want to see something else as far as getting certain players off the books? The one that the, the one that I had told you about that Portland trade, it not going through came down to Shaden Sharp. Period. Yeah, I don't think they want to get rid of him. And it was something that Danny wasn't willing to budge on, and they didn't have the compensation otherwise. So, unfortunately, that one fell apart. That was the that was the Tuesday one, as promised, but that, like I said, that type of stuff falls apart. So, at the end of the day, the source is gone. So... Well, and the other one that I think might happen is Jordan Clarkson. He's got a player option for next year to be on for $14.26 million. Um, there was a rumor of getting a first-round pick for Clarkson. I don't know which team it was. It, it, it could have been the Lakers, honestly. Um, I don't know if that would still be on the table if they did this trade, but... If, if it's another team that gives us a first-round pick, would you do that for Jordan? Because, uh, I mean, is he going to is he gonna sign the player option next year, or is he going to test out free agency? I'd honestly say absolutely I would do it at this point. And, I mean, considering the trade that went down tonight, especially, absolutely do that because it's clear that Danny, he's – it's like – I, I shared a tweet from Tony Jones. He, you know, he's got the longest vision in the room. He's seeing 10 years down the road. And that's something that he did in Boston to a smaller degree, in my opinion. But, you know, he's kind of come in and blown this up like everybody thought that he would. So it should be no surprise to anybody. Of course it is when they start as hot as they do and they play as well as they do and they mesh as well as they do but at the end of the day you know this is i'm 100 percent willing to take that first round pick because i want him to do but it i and i feel they feel the same way i want them to do as well as they possibly can elsewhere outside of utah yeah yeah um well i, I want to keep the space respectful and let other speakers um so if, if someone else is speaking we've kind of been talking over each other but um we're gonna try and just hey it i'm gonna hand the mic off to one person and uh i like the way that the the lakers space did it because they had 
I mean, like 900 people in there, so they kind of had to do it. But um, we've got some comments here on YouTube I want to get to real quick. Skylar Unsworth says, Russell West Bricks. Yeah, he'll probably be bought out, honestly. I kind of wish the Jazz would just let him play like we're gonna we're gonna tank and lose anyways <laughs> and maybe maybe they don't want him to play because they think they'll that he will help them win more games i don't know uh mari moore says jazz suck right now we just ruined our season nice going angie or danny angie who's angie jc and larry and kessler and sexton are remaining good players are they going to tear us apart even more no I, they're not going to tear apart the young guys uh, we're rebuilding and they see the value in the three guys i think that's part partially why they did this trade is they opened up the book so that they can you know re-sign uh lowry to maybe a bigger contract or kessler to a bigger contract or give ochai some money i don't know like it it's always good to have cap space and danny opened up more options for us in the off season um depending on where we land you know this money and this cap space could get us a top five pick maybe he's able to work something where he's able to move up in the trade who knows and maybe we just get a top five pick top 10 pick i think is coming man so get excited about the top 10 pick because in my opinion it's it's freaking coming like we are not far away we are closer to the bottom than we are making uh, the sixth seed and at this point. Brock Vipond says, what do you think about this trade? Because I'm a Timberwolves fan. Yeah, uh, we just talked about this a little earlier, Brock. Um, I think it makes you guys better. I, I think Conley's a great guy. You kind of got a, another backup point guard in the kill Alexander Walker. So I like it for Timberwolves. I think you guys are sitting right there. You kind of went all in with the Rudy trade and it's not working out. So... I like that they did something. Um, I think he's a definite upgrade from D'Angelo Russell. And what you, did you guys give away any picks? I don't. I don't think you did. We gave away three second round picks. With I'm I'm okay with that too because, like, how often do second round picks actually, you know, pan out? They don't <laughs> statistically, and even even a first round pick might not pan out. Like you're taking a total chance on picks. Um, Mari Moore says, as a jazz fan, I'm irritated and depressed. I'm sorry, Mari. I don't think you should be. Uh, maybe, maybe our hot start got too many people excited. I don't know. Um, whoa, some of those just got deleted. That was weird. Alexander Garvin says, damn, I know y'all depressed. Probably so. Yeah, some Jazz fans are. And Mari Moore says again, JC is staying with Utah, right? I think he will love him here and he loves it here. I don't know. I think, I, I don't know. JC's body language tonight did not look the greatest on the bench. I think it was kind of hitting him like, shoot, we are, we are rebuilding now. And, uh, yeah, just that's a. I mean, some of them all, all, some of them had blank stares as cameras were on them. Like, you know, what's going on? I think it it probably shook him. You lose it. You lose a team member to another team. Like, 
you can't just get over it. I know JC and Conley had a really good relationship. Um, you know, they were always talking and I'm sure JC's thinking about that. Like, do I want to be here? Do I want to be the only veteran? I guess you have Rudy Gay, but like the only contributing veteran um, on the team. So yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting uh, the rest of the way. I, I, I think we're in tank mode. I think the trade activated the tank, baby. <laughs> um, I got a question for you, Jordan. Yeah, go ahead. Do you feel like Danny is putting together a package right now to send to Atlanta to get John Collins and DeJounte? DeJounte, maybe. Um, I had the thought now that John Collins, the John Collins deal just doesn't... I mean, if they're trying to win sooner than possibly, but I don't think send that... Jordan, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could send Jordan. I don't think that the Hawks are already um, okay to split with DeJounte, though. I hope not. Because, I mean, he's... he's. I'd get rid of Trey before I get rid of DeJounte. I, I don't think so, but even... I'm sorry, that, that was just something that popped up in my head. Even the, the Athletic wrote an article saying, you know, uh, the Jazz open up a bunch of space for a disenchanted star. And I know we were talking about Luca earlier. And, you know, he's a top three player this year. He's young. I don't think that they're going to get rid of him. But another one that popped in mind that we've talked about on the podcast before is Damian Lillard. And the Spurs, or sorry, the Trailblazers just traded away Josh Hart for... Oh, somebody help me out. Um, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish to the New York Knicks, which they just got Josh Hart. And, and a first round, I think. The Blazers got a first round? Yeah. So I think the Blazers and Dame, like Dame's still got some stuff in him. I could see the Jazz signing him and, and taking a shot on him. He's beloved here in Utah. Um, so that's another one. I mean, we've talked about KD possibly wanting out of Brooklyn. It, it could Danny could be setting up for something like that in the offseason. I personally Danny, don't think or, in, what? Sorry, Jordan. Can we uh somebody that I don't recall hearing before? Um, Julio's in here and he's had a lot to say today, and I think he's onto a couple of things. So I'd like to hear from him if we could. Yeah, Julio, you need to request to speak. Uh, you're not in the queue yet. Um, I don't... I, it, if it does happen, if it happens before tomorrow at 1 o'clock, then yeah, Danny had all this plan. But I th I think it's more likely that something happens in the offseason um, and, and teams and star players will get upset. And I, I think that's more likely to happen. And Which kind of sucks as a Jazz fan because we're all excited, but it's like, more waiting, you know. <laughs> uh, Mari Moore says, "Sorry, I'm getting to YouTube, and then I'm gonna go over to the next one in line." I think it was Kevin. Um, Mari Moore says, "Probably because we lost Conley, and he's very veteran leader. He he will stay, but I have no clue at this point. Are we going to rebuild around Clarkson? No, 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 we're not. I mean." I guess there's a possibility, but that makes zero sense to me. Why would you build around a 30-year-old? 
put together a package deal and bring Trey Young and John Collins together. No, that's not going to happen either. Atlanta doesn't want to get rid of Trey Young. I don't think they want to get rid of DeJounte either. John Collins' $25 million contract doesn't make sense to bring on this year because then it it locks you up for moves in the offseason. Maybe maybe we opened up enough cap space to re-sign Jordan Clarkson in the offseason. Maybe, but it's not going to be... I think Clarkson is going to get more money from another team, and it doesn't make sense for us to give him more money. Um, I'm going to go to Kevin, and then we're going to go over to Jackson, Merrill, and then JC's Drip is next in line. So um, like I said, if you're not speaking, just mute yourself and be respectful of who's speaking and uh, try and keep it concise. Um, I don't know, two, three, four, five minutes. Kevin, mic's yours, man. You know, when you approve right as you're talking, you can't hear you for like three seconds. So I'm assuming you said go ahead and speak. Go ahead and speak, Kevin. Mike's so yours. I, first off, I'm a little confused with your cap-saving numbers. I'm not sure how you got such a big number because really we only saved about 16 to $17 million with this trade. So I guess I'm, maybe I missed the first part. I'm no, I'm saying confused. next year. Yeah, next year. We we're only for next year. We only are on the hook for fourteen million with Conley and five million for Jared. Everyone else can be let go with a player option. So why are you saying the numbers are wrong? On well, you said like we took fifty million dollars off the books, didn't you? Yeah, fifty or forty million. I think I'm undershooting because Woj just tweeted out that the Jazz opened up sixty million. But we were only locked in for sixteen for nineteen of it. Like the rest of it, we we just it's a matter of just not re upping their contract. Yeah, but Conley has a player option for twenty four million alone. He would have re up. Not it is a team option that we have an option to buy out three days after the draft for fourteen million. Well, I'm going off of hoops hype, and it says player option. All right. Well, that's where maybe that's where I'm confusing. I'm going off of Sports Track, which has always been pretty spot on with their stuff, and so maybe that's what I'm just curious. I'm not trying to like fight you on it. I just was curious where you were getting your numbers because it wasn't adding up exactly the way I was seeing it. Well, I added um, up everyone's contract. If everyone was on the books with the players involved that we got rid of, the four players that we got rid of, I added up all of their contracts for next year. So. So Nod doesn't have a contract for next year, does he? Yeah, he does. It's $7 million. It's a qualifying offer. So basically all all that it has they have to do is they both agree to it, I believe. The, no, qualify, the, qualifying offer is what we can offer. We are not locked into that, though. Okay. It's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyways. My frustration with this trade is the two picks, the two second round picks we gave up. Like, I feel like that was just freaking Minnesota just trying to stick it to us for the trade we did this summer. Maybe. And um, I'm all about the tank. You know that. And this definitely does get us here. But I just feel like we left a lot of value on the table. Like, I think that's the frustration. I think from watching Twitter, um, I think that's what a lot of people are frustrated. Yeah, we saved a little bit of cap room, 
here and there, but to sign who to do what? Well, like, I think we overvalued Mike Conley's. I, I think we fell in love with him, but 24 million, 22 million this year, like the dudes at the end of his career, the, the rest of the league knows that. I don't know how much more you could have gotten for Mike Conley. I think, I think as Jazz fans, we thought he was worth way more than what anyone else was willing to give up for him. Well, you know that I agree with that because when everybody was on the I Love Mike Conley, Our Savior train back in December, I was all about, you know, the overhype. And, and yeah, and I think if we got, if anything, the value we could have got more for was Malik Beasley. But Vanda yeah. wasn't giving you much more. Nah, I mean, come on. The guy wasn't even playing the last few weeks. Well, and he, no, and honestly, from what I, I now was out of contract. And so we were going to have to renegotiate with him as a restricted free agent, which means somebody could have offered him, like, we offer a $7 million qualifying offer, and he has the option to either accept it or deny it. And then we have the option to match anybody who offers them. And, you know, you know, people like that are going to get crazy money. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it's a good it's a good deal financially. I don't necessarily agree with you when it comes to Conley. I think Conley, he may be a little bit slower on the court, uh, and may not be the explosive person he was, but his leader room, his locker room leadership for these young guys, is where I. I think we're going to miss him the most. Yeah. Yeah, but I if if you're tanking, I like to me it, it it's not as big of a blow to lose so, a guy like that. So so say like we go and we draft a Carson Wallace in the in the draft, right? Hey, Kevin, I, I got to go take care of my kids. I just approved Jackson and JC's drip. Okay. So, can you take All this right, over well. and pass Mike to them after you share this thought? Yeah, I'll get to I'll okay. take care of it Thanks, for man. you here. So my my thought is, and we'll get right to to JC and Jackson here in a second. Like if we go and we draft a young guard, who do you think could be a better mentor in the league right now than a Mike Conley? Is kind of my thought. And I know that we've talked about this, Amari, and I know you feel the same way as I do. Um, but anyways, I'll turn it over to to I don't know who wants to go first, Jackson or JC. I don't know who was who approved who requested first. So. Yeah, I think I think he said me, so I'll just go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, I like your last point about like say we draft a point guard and Mike Conley. I mean, I really loved Will Hardy. I mean, I think we've seen great improvement from both Nah and even THT. Even though I mean, it's definitely been up and down, but it's been improvement under him and under this staff. So, I think, of course, you'd love to have Conley, but. I think, I mean, it's like um, without him. Um, I don't know. I think my take on it, I was, I'm still driving home from the game. I think there was definitely, it was definitely a little bit of shell shock between a lot of the fans and the players. I mean, big personalities like Beasley and Vanderbilt, losing them is too bad, but especially Conley. I mean, everything that he meant to all of those guys, especially Clarkson, but just, um, everyone in general, I think you can definitely feel that in the arena tonight. I mean, I think they'll they'll pick themselves up. We'll see what happens tomorrow. 
I mean, I'm kind of on the trade JC train. I mean, I know we've talked about Collins, like, I think a framework of Collins for Clarkson and Olenek, like, you have something there. Uh, I think other things have to be figured out outside of that, but you can figure it out. I mean, I love Clarkson, but especially if you want $20 billion, like, for the next three, four years, like, I don't know how well that fits with but the check long term, especially after what they show today, like, I am definitely much higher on the trade than the average fan is. Um, just between the flexibility and getting that twenty-seven, like I think, just the way that I mean that pick has been talked about ESPN for a year and a half now. You know, like the whole league is knows about the Lakers' almighty twenty twenty-seven first-round pick. So I think having that, I mean, I know it's one to four protected, but. I don't think that's a huge deal. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, I think that the flexibility, Tony's, Tony Jones and like even Bobby Marks on the national level have talked about the Jazz's flexibility. Like To throw another name out there, like a Jalen Brown. You know, like even I know the Celtics have wanted Jalen Brown, say Katie to the Celtics, Brown to us, and we help with all the draft assets that uh, that Brooklyn wants, like, being able to just suck that into cap space in the offseason is such a big deal. Because, like, say the Rudy trade, I mean, the reason that, I'm just sure this, the reason we got Malik is not because the Jazz were like, oh, give us Malik Beasley, or else this isn't a deal. Like, the salaries had to match, you know, because of the team's cap situation. So we took Malik $16 million or whatever. You know, so I really like where the Jazz are at. I think it's a long-term play. I think we, as fans, we love our players, especially after the way that things start and all that Mike has meant to this organization. But I think in the long term, like, it sucks. I mean, it sucks to lose them tonight, but in the long term, things will work out. But that's what I got. So, yeah, no, Jay, I, think, I think JC's trip. Yeah. I think I think those are all great points, and I, and I agree with you a lot. And I know the JC thing has been a pretty hot topic in here because, you know, we have some pretty diehard JC lovers and – you know, as a person, I really love JC. He's just been frustrating to watch as a Jazz fan this year. Um, and just to your point with the 2027 pick, I know that everyone's been talking about how wonderful it is and how great it is. And my frustration with that is, have any of you taken the time to look at who's going to be eligible for free agents um, between 26 and 27? Like, let me let me just read you this list real fast. Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, Embiid, Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Luca, um, Rudy, SGA, uh, Tatum, Mitchell, Aaron Fo- De'Aaron Fox, Wiggins, Anthony Simons. Like, there is massive names that the Lakers are going to be able to chase in 2026. So I really don't think that that 2027 pick is going to be as good as it looks right now because we're all thinking post-LeBron, but there's just a lot of people out there who are going to be up for contract at the end of that year that the Lakers are going to have a lot of money to throw at. So just wanted to throw that out there. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually 100% agree with you. Like, the place that I'm coming from is that I don't think that the Jows will be the ones making that pick. 100% agree. Is, is where I come from, because honestly, I think it's a bad move to hold on to it, because... 
I mean, they're the Lakers in the matter of a day, like we saw with the Clippers, you know, and one morning you wake up and you're the ninth seed getting swept by the Lakers three years ago, and the next day you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You know, that yep. can happen to those teams. You know, so I think that's why I hope that we get that pick off of our hands as soon as possible because just as, as long as the old LeBron is – That'll be after LeBron is done. Hype is there. I think you want to capitalize on that. That's kind of more so where I'm coming from with that because I 100% agree. Like that pick could definitely be the 28th, 29th pick, like with without a doubt. Yeah, you know, I, so- I I I think that. Sorry, I muted you. I'm gonna get to the YouTube chat. It's blowing up right now. And then Jackson, we can come back to you. I think that Danny's going to eventually trade that pick that we got for L.A. way before that's that's even here. So let me read some YouTube because I want I want to make sure these guys feel included. Uh, if you're on YouTube and want to join on Twitter, we got a live Twitter space. Just go follow us at Jasketball. Um, Mari. Wow, so harsh on the flamethrower. Um, I need to catch up on this, man. I'm I'm far behind. Sorry, guys. Choate says, why Westbrook? Well, we're going to buy him out. Del Toledo says, Westbrook getting cut, bought out. Yeah. Um, Lakers got the other team's help. What the F? (laughs) Yeah, they did. Uh, Mari Moore says, again, quick question. I'm still a decent newbie NBA fan. What does a buyout contract mean if we get a player we don't want? They're they're probably still negotiating that. If you remember when we got... um, Derek Rose, it immediately came out. And so since it didn't immediately come out, uh, I, I believe they're still negotiating it. Maybe Westbrook it, it has a little bit of spite towards the Jazz and, and maybe that's holding up the buyout process. But I can't see him wanting to play here. And, you know, if he, he can't agree to it, maybe they just say, hey, well, then suit up. And maybe then that'll get them to agree to a buyout. Um, not not quite sure on that one. <clears throat> Del, or, uh, Del Toledo says they have offer for first already, but owner says don't trade him unless two first and no team giving up that. He walks to another team in the offseason. I'm guessing you're referring to JC. And yeah, I, I think JC will not sign his player contract and he'll test out the free agent market. And I think another team will sign him. So that's one guy that I would like to get something by tomorrow at one o'clock, but not sure it's going to happen or not. Um, Del Toledo says again, buyout Westbrook has 16 million left for the rest of the year. Jazz pay him 13 million to leave. And then he signs with the Clippers for 3 million. Same money. Yeah. I, I think that there's a good chance that Westbrook goes to the Clippers um, in the, Lakers space that I was in earlier, they think that they're get, that he's possibly going to go to Chicago. Um, who knows? We'll we'll have to wait and see. It'll probably happen pretty soon. Mari Moore says, "I adore JC in a Jazz uniform. He has impressed me." Yeah, I think I think a lot of Jazz fans felt that way, especially when he was on those teams with Rudy and Don. He was another piece that we needed, but. It's a lot like Mike Conley. Like, it's just time to move on. It's time to move on and get something for him or he's going to walk in free agency. And 
I, I, yeah, there's a possibility they keep him around, but I just, he, he has such high usage numbers. Like he needs the ball all the time. And I just don't think it's conducive to these younger players, the, the style that he plays. Um, Mari Moore, Del Toledo, I want to get Dame on the Utah Jazz. I still have hope with him coming back home to Utah. Then he can go all the Weber State games he wants. Dude, Dame, that's probably the story that would be unreal for Jazz fans. And I, I truly think Dame would love it here too. I mean, he had a rap song about wanting to play for Jerry Sloan. Go look it up if you haven't heard it. It's a banger. Banger! But yeah, Dame to Utah, I think everybody would love it. And I th I think Dame's such a professional that he's not going to say that he wants out of Blaze the Portland. He wants to win there. But if he was traded or like a sign-in trade or something and it, it wasn't maybe it, it didn't seem so much like he wanted out but more the Jazz wanted him, I think that's how it's going to have to go down because – Dame's just, he's different, man. He He's one of the only players left that doesn't want to team up with some super team. Um, he He's loyal to the Trailblazers, which is fantastic. But having him here in Utah, and yeah, like you said, being around Weber State and going to those games, the community would eat it up. Even if it's for only a couple of years, like I would take a shot at it and I don't know if the front office feels that way, but uh, I, I think Dame here would be an awesome story and maybe even have him retire here in Utah, kind of, you know, his college career started here and then have him end here would, would be a fantastic story in in, in my eyes. Um, Del Toledo says, I see Durant on Jazz in offseason and trade for four to five, six picks. I don't know. I don't know if Durant... I know that... Um, Kevin's really high on or was high on getting Durant, possibly. I think that he probably wants out of Brooklyn now that Kyrie's gone. Um, Brooklyn might as well rebuild, too, to be honest. Uh, Mari Moore says, but we can't build a team on rookies. I haven't heard of an NBA team real rebuilding on rookies. What? That's how you rebuild a team is through drafts. And with rookies. I don't get that comment. But uh, we're going to go back over. Um, Kevin, do you know who was next in line? Yeah, we need to hear from JC Drip. He's been waiting patiently. Okay, um, and so Jackson, Jackson, sorry if I cut you off. Just hang on the line, and then we're going to just open up to everyone. I just want to make sure that we're giving everybody a chance. So, JC's Drip, are you back from the Philippines? Oh, you're good. I actually kind of got to get going, but... Yeah, that's uh, fine. If anything goes down tomorrow, I'll hop back in. I really appreciate you guys. Sure, it's yeah. It's been a fun day, so... Yeah, we, we right, do it after guys. every game, so uh, whenever you want to hop in, just, just get on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, JC, you back from the Philippines? Yes, sir, I'm back. Good to uh, good to be back, but had a really good two and a half weeks um, vacationing. So um, I just wanted to come on here. Obviously, my name is JC's Drip, but um, I'm also with you already to the point that um, it's time to let go of JC. Um, we love his personality. We've had his highs and lows, uh, enjoying watching him play. But obviously, with a... <laughs> 
sound the alarms. Um, obviously, with the whole contract theme coming up, um, we shouldn't be paying him more than $20 million a year, which is what he's going to demand. And I think at his age, he deserves to be somewhere else, um, put himself in a good position to win. Um, as far as trade today, I'm in the boat of fan, uh, you know, the fans who weren't pleased with the trade. I think we we got absolutely fleeced. Um, obviously, what we got in taking in Westbrook's contract is that flexibility uh, for this summer. But we're Utah. I mean, what free agent's going to want to come here even if we pay them $40 million a year, especially with this free agent class coming up this summer? Um, Conley moving on or, you know, moving on from Conley, I definitely understand that. But I think Beasley and Vanderbilt, we could have gotten a lot more value out of that. And, you know, you might say, you know, the first round draft pick, the 27 draft pick from the Lakers is where the value comes in. Um, But we couldn't get that unprotected. It had to be one through four protected, which I think, you know, there's definitely a chance that they suck that year. You know, we we don't know what happens in four years, but if they do suck that year, um, they get a top four pick and we get a second round pick out of that. And the only thing that we got back was JTA and what, Thomas Bryant? Is that who it was? Yeah. When when was the last time the Lakers had a top four pick? If someone could help me. It's bad at all. Let's see. But yeah, I just, um, I think there was a lot of other packages out there. I would have rather got someone, uh, the first round draft pick, you could have got somewhere else with the players that we traded away. Um, the cap flexibility, I think there was other options to do that as well. Um, other than absorbing Westbrook's contract. And it just would have been nice that, you know, we could have got something in return some rookie or some young you know young prospects that kevin was mentioning the other night um just somebody somebody else i i feel like we didn't get anything back from this trade um except that cap space this summer and what are we going to do with it we'll see what danny Ainge has in his pocket yeah so to hit on your to to, to answer your question they've actually had quite a few top yeah i just pulled it up i was going to hit on it real quick so the last one they had top four was in 2019, DeAndre Hunter. Um, then they picked Lonzo Ball at number two in 2017. They picked Brandon, Brandon Ingram, 2016. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, number two pick in 2015. And that looks like it's, it's since... And then you go, yeah, that... So, like, in the recent years, yeah, they've had quite a few top four picks. Um, and none of the – I mean, D'Angelo Russell's coming back, but uh, Julius Randle was number seven. He's not on the team. D'Angelo Russell's gone. Brandon Ingram's gone. Lonzo Ball's gone. DeAndre Hunter, is he still playing? Is he on Atlanta? He's a starter on Atlanta. He killed us last game. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think um, there is a possibility. I, we talked about it a little earlier. I think that Danny actually gets rid of that trade before it becomes t- 2027 anyways. I think with all the these picks, there's going to be some type of trade to either move up in the draft or nab another player maybe in a sign-in trade. But, uh yeah, it's it's definitely something to think about that it's it's protected, um, and then we give away the three second round picks, which I don't think is a huge blow. I agree with you that we could have gotten more from Malik Beasley, 
and possibly Vanderbilt, but I I I, th- I don't know. I, I think that the league values these picks so much that maybe that's why Danny took it. And then you got two other players that kind of fill a need for this year, but they're off the books and the the two of them combined, their contracts are like five million dollars. Um so Jordan, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. just to add to your point, something I just read on the internet is um they think that Danny maybe took this trade. Like they they believe Danny had offers for firsts for all three of those players like we could have potentially come away with three first players but they were all going to be low value draft picks like upper 20s or super highly protected and if you look at what um new york is dealing with right now with all their protected picks and their high picks like them trying to slough those picks to people and nobody wanting them the kind of the point of the conversation was um, maybe Danny just saw more value in taking a high value pick over three low just, value. Just you know, because I mean, do you really want three picks that are going to be twenty four plus? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I agree with them, but that was just something I saw thrown out. Well, and and honestly, Conley's the biggest contract that we need to get off the books. Um, and maybe it's just, hey, I don't want to take the risk of get. Conley getting hurt through the rest of the season because quite honestly Conley hasn't played an entire season with us since he's been with us um and and maybe that was the idea just we need to get Conley off the books and I think that has more value than we're giving credit to uh freeing up that contract because I really do think had we let Conley decide and the team that yeah the team probably would have resigned him or I don't know if it's player option or team option, but I think either way you go into the off season and he would have re-signed. And then it's just another, you know, he's out at another like 20 games each season. It just, it just doesn't make sense with where we're at. So I'm glad we get, got rid of the Conley. Um, I just don't know what we're going to do with all that money. We got to sign somebody. Yeah, I think I think uh, again it's Danny has a plan in place. I think that I'm on the tank train with you now, man. Like I'm rooting for us to lose because now the way that all this unfolded, I think if we would have made a trade that obviously made us better, <laughs> then yeah, we could have gone for it, but but we're not better now. We're just not. And we're not as deep as we were with Na and Beasley and Vando. Like, you saw how many minutes Delk got tonight. You saw Simone Fontecchio in there tonight. THT's back at it tonight. Uh, You know, maybe we'll start seeing Balmero, but maybe the idea is to get these guys on the floor, build some value, uh, and and get rid of them. Delk's contract is unreal. If we keep him next year, I think he's like an $8 million player. If if I'm remembering that right, and then the year after that, ten million, like that would have been the guy to get rid of, but nobody wants well, it. We've already declined Donk's uh, option for next year, so he's done after this year. Okay, so it's a player option for next year. No, it was a club option, and we've already declined it. Okay. according to what I'm reading here. 
Yeah, I, I looked up his contracts. Like, oh my god. So, yeah, so we had we had to either pick it up or decline it by the thirty first of last year, and we declined it on the thirty first. So he will be a free, unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. Okay, let so me get back. Don't lovers, he's gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me get back to some of these YouTube comments. I'm gonna, uh, man, I can't believe how many YouTube comments there are. We've never had this many. Um, this is getting hard to manage. I might need a, I might need an assistant. Um, say, you don't have a ton of comments. You just have two guys that are having a conversation with yeah. each other. <laughs> Mari and Del Toledo. Uh, they just seem to get Twitters, man. Oh, Ryan. Ryan just said, who lost the trade? I think, I don't think anybody lost the trade. I would say, I would say that Minnesota got better with the Conley and Nah. I think that the Lakers got better, and I think the Jazz didn't immediately get better, but they opened up something for the future. And again, we're not going to know until the offseason probably if this was a good trade or not for us. I think it was a good trade in the sense, like I said, we got rid of Conley's contract. Um, you know, Malik Beasley... As much as I liked him, his contract was was it fifteen million or twelve million? I would love to see somebody put together what we got for Rudy Gobert now. Like now, this oh, yeah. stuff has been moved. Like, because if you think about it, what we got three? Do we get three or four picks from them? Four picks? Yeah, four picks from them. Plus Walker Kessler, THT. Who else came over in the THT trade? Well, we, we cut him. He's not here. We got another first-round draft pick, so now we're up to five first-round draft picks for Rudy. We gave up two seconds. Like, it's it, it kind of makes that Rudy Hall that much more impressive now. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to wonder. It's kind of like the Bojan trade. Like, it is Danny Ainge kind of trying to save face and say, look, I'm not – I'm not going to fleece everybody on every single deal to try and work something else out in the future. I mean, you're not wrong. Like I've been ragging on Danny all day long because it just, it feels like we gave up too soon, but I'm still holding out that he's got something going tomorrow. That's going to win me back, but I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't expect this to be what happened. Um, I ran a poll on Twitter. I'm actually interested in seeing this. Um, I still would like to see Westbrook suit up. Since there's no news on him being bought out yet, what do you, what is your guys' opinions? And 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 I'm just gonna open up Mike so everybody can start talking. I think we we got to everybody. So. One thing I was going to add in is I put it in the ch in the chat in here. So, uh, Russell only has 16.2 left on his contract this year, so it shouldn't be too hard to buy him out. And I think that's why everybody's saying he's going to be bought out is because he doesn't have that much left on his contract. Yeah. So that's essentially like eight mil a piece if I, we split it fifty-fifty. I mean, I think the idea of buying him at, out is. To lose more games i think he it, I, I it think, only makes sense yeah i think if you sign him and have him play you run the risk of winning more games as i think i think 
think you go to him and give him the option to play or be bought out. And I just don't think Russell's coming. So yeah. I think the buyout is 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 a courtesy to him because it'll cause too much drama to try to make him play here because I just don't think he wants to come to Utah. 100%. I agree with you. And that's that's a it's a rare thing, Kevin, that I agree with you. But I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, I think the buyout for him is going to be super super team friendly because I think at this point, you know, if he's got sixteen million left, that means he's already made what? Let me look it up here real fast. Um, so his contract this year was what forty seven million. So that means he's already cleared forty million dollars this year, or sorry, thirty million dollars this year. He's probably going to be able to get an eight to $10 million contract from another team. So I think we could easily buy him out for 6 million. And I mean, that would be amazing. Do you think he agrees to that? I mean, I, I think he, w- I think he would because he wants to go to a different team and compete. Why wouldn't he, if we go to him and say, Hey, we want to buy you out for six to 8 million or you can come play for us. And we're not going to offer you another buyout. Is he going to come play for us? No, he's going to be offering. Yeah, I I just you know the I don't and I don't even think it's a beef with Utah fans at this point. I just think Russell knows what's best for him, for his family, and that is not playing here in Utah. Yeah, I gotta give a quick shout out to my cousin because I've been trying to get him on the podcast for so long, and he just left us a comment on. Uh, YouTube, uh, he's joking around, but he says Russ is going to get MVP while in Utah. <laughs> um, the the poll that I ran on Twitter, I said, do you want to see Westbrook put on a Jazz jersey? We got 55 votes. There's still 20 hours left, so if you want to go vote. I uh, The first one was why not got 40% of the votes, which is the highest amount. So most Jazz fans just say, why not let him suit up? I I, I kind of think I fall into that group. Um, if it becomes a disaster, you lose more games. I mean, if if he does really well, he turns into a better draft asset, possibly. And the other 30.9% says absolutely not. And then 29.1% says yes. So you've got, you've got what? 69% of jazz fans say why not or yes let let him suit up not what i was expecting i was expecting absolutely not to just totally dominate that poll do you know if we can tank out to the number 6 position we have a 9% chance of getting the overall first pick wait say that say that again if we can somehow get to the bottom six in the league, which is going to be a little difficult, but I think I'm looking. We, I, think I think Orlando. I think Orlando could be better than us. I think the hard one is going to be being worse than the Indiana Pacers. But they just re-signed their big boy, and they got um, that all-star on there. I think. Yeah. So then that I would make they, us. That would make us bottom five in the league. Yeah. So if we got. So let me just. I'm just looking at the stats here. Yeah. So if we got the bottom six, we would have a nine percent chance at, at the first overall pick. If we got to five, we'd have a ten and a percent chance. And one, two, and three only have a fourteen percent chance. Whoa. So I mean, 
if you get the top seven, that's where your chances really increase. So at seven, you get seven and a half percent. At six, you get nine percent. At five, you get ten and a half. But at eight, it drops to four and a half percent. And eight, nine, and ten all have four and a half percent. Wow. So, and I was, I was trying to find some stats here because I want to say that um, five and six have moved up to the top three pretty consistently every draft for the last like since they made the change so if you land in that five six spots your chance to move up is pretty pretty substantial so like last year oklahoma moved up see, to the two spot from the four see and kevin like this is i i, I kind of wish that more jazz fans understood this because that's i i guess i feel more excited about this trade because it increases our chances at getting a better pick. Like we don't need to be the worst team in the league to get a top three pick. We just need honestly, we just need to be in the top six, five or six, and we have a good chance to move up. Yeah. Like, it's not guaranteed, yeah. but we could get a little lucky and the ball could bounce the right way and hey. we can end up at number two. I mean Hey no, Kevin, no, I want to. I, I want to interrupt you real quick because my wife's poking her head in on YouTube. Uh, this is my beautiful wife. She just brought me a bunch of <laughs> guys. I gotta start giving these posters away. So, like, it, if you want one, either tag me on Twitter or or YouTube, and we'll coordinate. Because I've got all these Lowry Marketing posters that are all stars. All these Kessler posters that are all stars. Um, she just brought me some kind of old school stuff, but uh, guys, I have a stack. It's hundreds of posters. I need well, to give them away. Yes, yeah. there's easily hundreds there. So, uh, yeah, in the comments, um, you're going to have to go comment down. Someone says, dang, your wife's hair looks good. Oh, that's Kevin. <laughs> uh, I got you, girl. Don't look but uh she's got this cool blue is this was this the item of the game at the look in the bag i know you got me one but was this the item of the game that's how you say thank you i i'm doing a live podcast on youtube yeah thanks this was the i item. think you would get a lot more followers if you just put your wife in front of the camera <laughs> instead should, of you should we just start making out on oh, youtube live <laughs> so this was the item of the game so it's the old powder blue color mm -hmm. with purple it looks pretty cool it's cute i like mm -hmm. it yeah it went fast it was like the item are, of the game there are none is there anything on the back no it's just this up front should i give it away on the podcast I got i'm just kidding i won't do that she He's got it for me everything away that i get him well I'll, I'll say that looks really good on jamie i think she should keep it for herself I, no, she got me one too. I got that one is hers. hoodies. I thought it was kind of cute, and he's trying to give it away. Yeah, I'll pull mine out. Here's mine. I my wife's got the hookups. Um, if you want any jazz gear, message hey, me. Jordan. Message me privately. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I just want to make an announcement for the All Star giveaway. Um, yeah. Is it cool if I make an announcement? absolutely <laughs> okay for the all-star giveaway we have a lowry marketing jersey which has been advertised but we also have a signed you're gonna love this 
we have a signed young bull Colin Sexton jersey as well. Burr, so burr, that burr. Would be the giveaway as well. Can I keep that one? If you want it, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. Totally <laughs> no, no, we've been promising for quite a while that we're going to have a, an all star um, giveaway. So, this is how you get entered into these jersey giveaways, which these jer these jerseys are freaking expensive now. They're like 180 bucks. Um, you got to order a basketball podcast shirt or a hoodie. I think the shirts are $16. Here they are. Go to basketball on Twitter. There's a link you click. It's super easy. We'll ship straight to your house. Uh, it's through custom ink. Um, let's see how many shirts we have actually. Actually, let me click on this. Show you guys what's available. There's a black hoodie. There's a purple hoodie. And they go all the way to 5X. I got me a, a double X because I'm large and in charge. But yeah, 26 bucks. Sorry, 27 bucks for the black hoodie. $27.50 for the purple hoodie. $16 for a long sleeve t-shirt. And $19 for a crew neck that are black. So go buy one of these. Um... We've only have five people that have ordered one. So you have a one in what six chance if you order one to win a, a signed jersey or a Larry Markinen one. So since I bought one, maybe I will end up with one of the jerseys. Um Jordan, I have I have another one for you specifically, so don't worry about don't worry about that. Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh yeah, go on Twitter, order your, your gear. It'd be fun to just rock this stuff and i eventually want to all go to a jazz game together it would be a blast to all have our basketball podcast and get back on the tv again you guys saw us dress up in our yellow jerseys if you're on youtube there's our picture down below we had a down or cut dress up as walker sheriff kessler with a big cowboy hat we had our other buddy dress up as the lunch lady which is kelly olenic my my brother dressed up as Jordan Clarkson. He has long hair, so we did the braids and everything. And then I was Larry Markinen, but my freaking wig from Amazon came a day late, so I was wearing a hat. But I got my wig now. So the great thing is none of these jazz players were traded, so we can still go dress up like this. And uh, whoever's still on the, the team, I, I really want to do a young bull one and uh, get some horns and, like, an afro like his. And, uh, yeah, it... It was a blast. So, anyways, um, I want to go do Tankathon really quick because I'm most excited now about the draft. And let me get before we go do Tankathon. Let me read some more YouTube comments. This was almost a perfect night for Tankathon, by the way. Every oh, team yeah. that was below us, every team that was below us won, except for one team. Who was it? Um, uh, where's the scores? The only team that was that had a look, Pacers. The Pacers got beat by the Heat, but everybody else, the Blazers won, the Raptors won, uh, the Wizards won, the Timberwolves won. Like everyone we needed to win won <laughs> except for the uh, the Pacers. They couldn't pull it off against the Heat. Yeah, see, and that's the one that I'm afraid of that we won't be able to beat out is the Pacers. I don't. Fine. That's fine. I'm okay with the six spot. I mean, anything yeah. under 
good with. Like, because you can still you can still get higher than the sixth spot, right? Just because you're the well, sixth worst in the in well, the league. Not only that, like there's so much value in this draft. Even at eight, you're gonna have a difficult decision picking someone because there's still gonna be so much value. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, so on tankathon.com, it actually has a countdown. I've been looking for this. I didn't know why I didn't think of looking on tankathon. NBA trade deadline. We have 14 hours, 21 minutes, and four, three, two, one seconds left to make another trade. So the clock's ticking, Danny. If you're going to pull something off, pull it off. I'm going to mute everyone w- real quick while I do this uh, tankathon. So hang tight. All right. I'm going to get to some Utah tube comments first. Uh, ben Wiscombe says, yeah, I am. Yeah, you am what? I don't know what you're talking about, Ben. Uh, Mari Moore says, I'm a little sad, but now that the trade has taken place and sinking in, I actually like this trade. Woo, we got somebody to switch their mind tonight. That's <laughs> That was kind of the goal. Uh, the main reason, or sorry, apt 420 murmur murmur i think you're a troll murmur but hey thanks for commenting jow on youtube says the main reason they did that that trade was to free cap space and get rid of expiring contracts welcome to the conversation bro um ben whisk or mari moore says to ben whiskum what do you think of the trade jaw says plus they got 15 first through 2029 with marketing Kessler Obaji Sexton. Yeah, future is bright. Uh I like Sexton as well as Lowry and Kessler and Ochai. Oh, okay. Mari, you keep saying I feel Angie, but you're saying Ange. You're just spelling it Angie. Angie isn't done yet. He is doing he's going to do something before the trade deadline comes to an end. Well, he's got 14 minutes and or sorry, 14 hours and 19 seconds left to do that. So Hope you're right. Actually, or maybe I hope you're wrong because I really just want us to tank now. Uh, Jal says, mainly Rudy Gay's contract is huge and he plays terrible. Rudy Gay's contract is not huge. I mean, it's not like it's Vando's, but I think he's at $8 million. Um, All right, it's time. We are doing the 2023 NBA Draft Lottery Simulator. And after this... I'm going to bed. So um, you guys can tweet each other back and forth or whatever you want to do. But I'm exhausted and I want to go to bed. So here we go. Simulation lottery. The Jazz, after tonight, their record is 27 and 29. We f- we are below 500 at 0.482 winning percentage. Our chance as a top four pick is 7.1%. Number one overall, for our chances of getting a number one overall are one and a half percent. So guys, it went from a half a percent to one and a half percent. That's huge. <laughs> we got the number 12th pick with our pick. We also got Minnesota's pick at number 16. And our very last pick from Philadelphia is the 27th pick. So let's go ahead and hit that mock draft, baby. Who are we going to get at the 12th pick? I'm going Bryce Sensabaugh. 
I would love that. Let's see what happens. All right, Victor goes first, Scoot second, Amon Thompson third, Brandon Miller fourth, Azur, Az, Azar, Azur, Azar? The other Thompson twin, fifth. So just think if we get a top five, you're gonna probably get one of the Thompson twins or Brandon Miller, a 6'9 shooting forward. I'm okay with any one of those guys. If we go top six, you get Nick Smith Jr., 6'5 point guard from Arkansas. That That is Indiana's pick in this simulation draft. Number seven, Cam Whitmore, 6'7 power forward from Villanova, goes to New Orleans. Keontae George, 6'4 shooting guard from Baylor, goes to Washington Wizards at the eight spot. We're getting closer. Got No way. Grady Dick at the ninth spot? That's the highest I've seen him go. I I I don't why would anyone want want him that high? I'm gonna put us up here. That's that's absurd. And that would go to the Toronto Raptors. Six seven shooting forward. I I, I just I don't know. I haven't watched much of Grady Dick. <laughs> maybe maybe he is that good. Number 10, this is the guy that we've talked about wanting. A 6'4 point guard from Kentucky goes to Orlando. Kaysen Wallace. Uh, he reminds me of almost like a Jay Crowder, little point guard, stocky body. Maybe even kind of like a Marcus Smart. But Marcus Smart's bigger. Well, I don't know. How tall is Marcus Smart? Could be like a Marcus Smart. Oh, number 11. So we're next, guys. Number 11, I like this guy, Jarris Walker from Houston, 6'8", power forward, averaging 16 points a game and 8.7 rebounds. Um, the only one that averages more rebounds than him that's been picked is Azur Thompson. Pretty impressive. And uh, drum roll, please. Let me do this on, on Twitter. It's a sad drum roll. Come on, Twitter, update your freaking soundboard. Is Jet Howard. <laughs> you guys know I've been high on him. Uh, uh, and, and other people are saying I just don't get it. So a 6'8 <laughs> shooting guard from Michigan, the son of Jawan Howard. I like him. Averages 17 points a game, three rebounds, 2.7 assists. Uh, I like him. I think he moves well without the ball. Let's see who else we we may may have passed on, and then we'll get to our other picks. I'm not going to go through every single pick like this. Anthony Black, I think that was probably the guy that we would have picked at the 12 spot. Um, I think we probably need a, a point guard more, <clears throat> six seven point guard out of Arkansas, or they have him shooting guard small forward. Um, then you got Bryce Sensabot, 14. I also think that that's one we could have taken at 12. He's averaging 26 points a game. See, the numbers with Bryce Sensabaugh are just way better than Jet Howard. And I've kind of switched where I'd rather have Bryce Sensabaugh. Bryce Sensabaugh would have gone to Golden State. But he averages 26 points compared that to Jet Howard at 17. He averages 8.4 rebounds. I mean, come on. And Jet only averages 3.1. 1.4 assists. 
0.8 steals. He's just he's a better player than Jet, at least by the numbers. And he's he's two inches smaller is it is the thing. I don't know what wingspan is. They're the same age. Um, so let's go through this a little quicker because I want to go to bed. Um, yeah, I'm not reading any more of those YouTube comments. Sorry, guys. Then you got Derek Whitehead. And then at 16, we pick Kyle Filipowski. I have seen this guy in so many mock drafts go to us. And I need to start watching a game because I just don't understand why we would pick him with Lowry Markinen, Walker Kessler, unless he's going to be a back the backup. But why would you take us take a, a a backup center at the 16th spot? Then you got Chris Murray, Khalil Ware, Terquavian Smith, Taylor Hendricks, Gigi Jackson goes at 21, Maxwell Lewis, Rayon Rupert, Dylan Mitchell, Kobe Jones, we're getting close. Derek Lively. And the 27th pick, the Utah Jazz, get Marcus Sasser. Dude, we've done a few of these, and it just seems like, it kind of seems like they have certain players go to certain teams no matter what pick you're at. Like, we've gotten Marcus Sasser before. Maybe it was 27th. Kyle Filipowski. Um... I don't know that we've gotten Jet Howard before. Most of the time it's Anthony Black, but we've been at that 13 spot. So um, I appreciate you guys for jumping on. I I love that everything's catching on to YouTube. Uh, this afternoon when we had our trade of our uh, emergency trade podcast, it was blowing up. I think it had at the time when I ended the podcast over a thousand views. I don't even know where this one's at, but uh. Jow, Mari Moore, Ben, Chot Reyes. Um, if I'm missing you guys, if you commented, I, I really appreciate you guys hopping on YouTube. It helps grow the show with people watching live and then commenting it, the algorithms. I don't know how they work on YouTube, but I know that all that stuff helps. Uh, for you guys on Twitter, I appreciate it. Uh, 300, I, I appreciate the donations of the jerseys and uh, we'll be giving those away soon. Make sure that you go order your basketball hoodie to be entered into that giveaway. And if you don't win, you have a dope hoodie from Basketball Podcast. And uh, yeah, the next one's Friday night. I don't even know who we play. I, I've seriously lost a lot of interest in actually dissecting the game tonight. I was more dissecting the trade while the game was playing in the background. So it'll be interesting how the team responds and, you know, what coach continues to say, how he coaches. I think you're going to see a lot of Simone Fontecchio, Doak, and maybe trying to develop and see if they have anything else in these other players. If Balmero is worth keeping. Johnny Juzang might get some minutes. I would love to see Johnny Juzang. I know a lot of you guys are high on Johnny. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot more of players that we haven't seen up until this point, which I, I love. Um, because you never know who's going to come out of the woodwork and uh, kind of surprise us. So go Jazz. Uh, oh, my brother just hopped in. Oh, shoot. Baka Baka, he says. I'm helping. I'm live. Shout me out. Shout out. 
Hey, Mike Wheelio, my brother, if you're into Pokemon cards, trading cards, um, I've actually done, done NBA top shots before as well. Um, I, ha I, I actually bought two more packs um, because of LeBron James. His, he has a moment. They only made 100 moments of him breaking the scoring record, and I bought three packs for $9.00. But you have a chance of getting one of those. And I can only imagine how valuable those are going to be. So um, pulling packs. Anyways, my brother runs. They open Pokemon mainly. Uh, baseball, football, basketball cards. And all you have to do is comment on their video. And they give every single card that they open on their episode away to somebody. Pulling packs. P-U-L-L-I-N packs. And it's with him and his best friend. They're hilarious. <laughs> They're hilarious. And uh, I'm hoping that I get to get on another episode with them to open these these new NBA top uh, top shots is what they call them. It's basically a, an NBA NFT that is awesome. Um, if you don't know what NBA top shots is and want to get in the community, reach out to me too. Me and Dallin Orcutt are in there. It's it's really fun. I haven't kept up on it as much, but now with the jazz season probably not being as serious as it was, I, I might get into it a little bit more. Uh, a Mike Willio says, talk to me. This is my brother, my little brother. Yes, brother. And and everyone else now just seems to be blowing up. Let Juzang play, bro. Is balling in the G League, says Zhao. Yeah, man. I, I really want to see Juzang. What if we have something in Johnny Juzang? That'd be fun. Um, couldn't have said it better myself, Bubby. Go subscribe to our channel. I believe we we may have been we may be at two hundred subscribers. I know after today's episode we're at one hundred and ninety nine. I'd love to hit the two hundred. And go subscribe to Pulling Packs. P -p 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 pulling packs for some free Pokemon cards. I wish I had my original Pokemon cards still because <laughs> they're worth a lot of money. And I have no idea where they went. I had them all in card protectors and everything and nowhere to be found. So thanks for tuning in, Jasketballers. We will see you guys on Friday. Peace out.